podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Podcast First Player, episode 11. It's the end of the year special for Jesus' birthday. Whoop! <laughs> As you can see, I'm the only one excited for the seasons. But uh, I'm Cal, and I'm joined by the Dark Knight of Minecraft, the Klingon Crusader, the man who has probably single-handedly bitch-slapped a 32-year-old Justin Bieber lookalike. It's only Dan. It's not a probably. <laughs> yeah, more than likely. <laughs> yeah, it is. Hello. How are you? I'm full of cold. Superb. So Superb. A little bit fucked, but I believe you've got the same issue. Yeah, I'm not doing too well on the old germ front, but hey-ho, hey-ho. Uh, what happens when you start just going around kissing tramps all day? Someone's got to do it. <laughs> it may as well be us. It's the Christmas spirit. Exactly. Um, do you want some news? Oh, that's some bloody news. You've got it, old buddy, old chum. <coughs> <laughs> Not a fat lot, really, this week, but um, the Xbox One's license check facility, a.k.a. the Dread DRM, recently crashed a live Killer Instinct tournament at the Defend the School tournament at Queens College, New York. Ooh. The tournament was brought to a halt when the Xbox One being used suddenly returned to the dashboard and asked the players, Do you own this game or app? If you have the game disc, insert it now. If there is no disc, make sure you're signed into Xbox Live. If you don't have rights for playing it, you'll need to buy it at the Xbox Store. Now, that might just sound like a slight hiccup, but even pausing a game during a tournament play counts as a loss to the offender. And this was actually a certified event, so you can imagine how annoyed this would have made both concentrating players. Worse, worse still, the tournament was being streamed live on Twitch at the time. And even worse, Killer Instinct is a free game. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's so, your advertising right there. I uh, I don't really know where to go with that, to be fair. That says it all, as far as I'm concerned. It's a stupid, stupid thing to do. The DRM, it's always been a stupid thing to do. And but now they it's said, just come back and kick him in the ball. But they said they took it out. Well, clearly not. <laughs> I mean, we all knew it was going to come back at some way or another, but... On a free game. <laughs> That's a hell of a way to introduce it, isn't it? It wasn't, it wasn't great to introduce it in the first place, but the, the fact that this is how um, apparently it's going to be done now. Uh, yeah. I, 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 have no, I did send an email to Microsoft about the matter, um, and all I got was, we have nothing to add at this uh, time. So, <laughs> oh, right. so they're know. still just facepalming from it. Yeah... Um, oh, for but, fuck's sake, guys! <laughs> Yay for next gen! <laughs> <laughs> it's already off to a great start. <laughs> There's no games to play, and the ones that you can play that are free, you need to pay for. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> Absolutely superb. But uh, moving on, um, as you're all probably aware, YouTube has contacted presenters of video game let's plays and walkthroughs to explain its new crackdown on alleged copyright infringements. <laughs> Yeah, this is something that's been affecting quite a lot of people, and quite a lot of sort of big YouTube gamers have mm. had their own sort of say on it, but mainly it comes down to the fact that this, that YouTube is saying, this content doesn't belong to you, you've got to do this with the permission of the publishers. And the publishers have come out and said, no, we haven't said that. Exactly, there's, um, 
I'll stuff my head valve and odd world inhabitants and just add water. Um, EA, or um, dice, EA well. dice. Um, I think Ubisoft as well. Yeah. Um, they basically just put out press releases that just urges uh, YouTubers to just continue making videos um, because at the end of the day it's free publicity for them. Um, if you're not sure what it is, um, then you probably don't have the internet, so you're probably not listening to this. But um, basically the notices uh, are generated by YouTube's automatic content ID system. Um, and they basically just, as, as Dan says, they say you don't own uh, the videos or the, the content in question. Um, from what we can gather, the copyright issues are mainly to do with soundtracks and or music. Uh, so if you turn the music off, then bingo. Then yeah, that's it. I don't see what the issue is. Um, but it's it's when it comes to people who upload like full movies like yeah, that. Yeah. It's just sort of like I say that I did watch Bruce Almighty earlier, and that was on YouTube. It was brilliant. But I've got the DVD, so I feel like I'm entitled. I can do that because I've already bought a copy of it, so they've already made a bit of money off me. Yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, technically, you could just say you're watching the DVD anyway. Technically. Well, yeah, it's just the fact that I, I'm a rebel. The, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm a rebel that does things the right way and then goes against it. Oh, yeah, true vigilante style. Um, yeah. the, the biggest problem... Uh, however, is a lot of spam channels at the moment are uploading royalty-free music and sound effects and even other people's work into the content ID system. So systematically, they are becoming temporary holders of the license and ultimately, they gain a little bit of money here and there uh, before the court out. But then they can just do it all again under a different spam channel. Uh, and this is what's got to stop. This is what the content ID has got to... It's got to produce something that can differentiate between the professional channels and the, the spam ones. Exactly. It can't just be a blanket approach that covers absolutely everything. It's got to be able to recognise this is a, a review, this is something that is legally allowed, mm. you know, or can be parodied, you know, that's fair usage. But then people who are uploading things and making money off someone else's work, yeah. that's something that shouldn't be happening. And that is something that I am fully behind because if if we did something and then someone stole that idea and started pay, you know, sorry started charging people to to view it or to yeah. do whatever it is then think how pissed off we would be about that it's a nightmare i i certainly wouldn't want it and it, especially when companies are making millions and millions or losing millions in this case because people are going to be stealing their work then yeah absolutely that should be something that's cracked down on it, but something that's just promotion to say, I played this game, I thought it was shit. If anyone has actually got any sense when it comes to reviews and critics, they they just take it as a rough guide. That's it. It's an opinion. It's an opinion piece exactly at the end of it. That. Whether it's a written article or a video or, or a podcast or anything, it's it's all opinion. We, we can sit here and go, PS4 is better than Xbox One, so you got to go and buy a PS4. You, no, you don't. You can buy whatever you want because it's up to you what you spend your money on. Of course, on. and I mean, Obviously someone who wrong. trusts... <laughs> <laughs> someone who does trust someone that implicitly, you know, they clearly haven't got any kind of sense of their own. Yeah. But maybe that's just because they don't know anything about a specific subject. So, you know, if you're building a wardrobe or something and you're watching a video and someone says, this is the best drill to buy, you're going to go, you know more than me, mate. So, yeah, yeah. all right, I'll go and buy that one. But when it comes to, you know, people spending five, six hundred pounds or five, six hundred dollars, let's say, on like the PS4 or an Xbox One. And, and you watch something on, the, on YouTube that says 
buy a PS4, don't buy an Xbox One, and you go, all right, and you don't like it, that's your own fault. That, that kind of mentality is, is when you're looking through like certain game um, comments and stuff, and it's like, yeah, but you know, Call of Duty is better. You're like, why? Well, your mum. That's good racial abuse. Yeah, and it's like that, that's the kind of mentality of like, where people base their whole judgment on a single review. Uh, but in regard to the content ID system, the worst case I've seen since it's all come about um, was Mitch, uh, Mike Bithell, who is the Thomas Was Alone developer, um, and he was slammed with a copyright violation of a trailer he uploaded. Uh, a trailer of his own fucking game. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> that he made start to finish, and YouTube basically said, yeah, you don't own the rights to this, even though he made it. The <laughs> 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 last bit of news. It's nothing to do with games, but it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, Shia LaBeouf from Transformers and that show he was in, even Stevens when he was a wee young boy. And Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah, he's in India. Oh, no, he wasn't. That Indiana Jones doesn't exist. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a fan film. <laughs> he, has, he has a short film coming out called HowardCantor.com. He's wrote it, he's directed it, um, he's probably starred in it. Um, however, <laughs> he's being slapped with a plagiarism. Plagiarism? Plagiarism, as it is word for word a uh, replica of closed comic Justin M. Demanio. <laughs> so basically Shia LaBeouf has took a comic that no one's ever heard of and copied it entirely <laughs> and used it as a script um, he, as, as every celebrity does when they've done something wrong he, he took to Twitter and um, released an apology which was also plagiarised as he had copy and pasted it <laughs> From a Yahoo um, news article. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, as a new feature, I am issuing Shia LaBeouf Legend of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking hell. But yeah, Shia LaBeouf Legend of the Week. That's pretty um, good. And that, that's the news. Chica 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 pow. Nice. So we can't use music anymore. All <laughs> oh, right. so is it all... Well, no, I don't know. We can. I, I'm pretty much I'm saying words that have been said on films and that's true. Songs actually, and things. I mean, even yeah. though even though I, I I compose all the music on PvP, you know, it, somebody's probably used music before. <laughs> There's exact notes. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you know, I don't know what we're gonna do, Dan. We're just gonna have to sit here in silence. Silent movies. We can't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Fucking content creator. God fucking damn it, Charlie Chaplin. Oh, they've all they've beat us to the punch in every aspect. Okay. Oh, well. The 2013 has been a pretty good year for games. It's also been pretty wank as well, but we won't go down that road. That's, no. just, that's just suicidal. And so basically what we thought we'd do is just go over all the games uh, that we think have been pretty standout uh, titles for this year. Um, I will say, though, we probably may actually mention some titles that weren't out in 2013, but... Yeah, not just games, so it's, it's, like, for me, anyway, it's going to be a few things um, that are just sort of around the whole gaming section. Uh, yeah, g- game-related. Game exactly, so. yeah. 
Uh, but what we're also going to do is we're going to have a, a bit of a reminisce on some Christmas gaming memories as well, as we're in the, the Christmassy time of year. So um, I haven't got too many because my memory sucks, but <laughs> it's uh, it's a couple of nice ones anyway. So that's that's all that matters really. It's something to look forward to. Yeah, when I die. No, I meant later on in the podcast. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. When I die, I don't think the memories that I've, that I've got for this podcast are going to be the things I think about. <laughs> I was thinking more sort of like past Christmas uh, memories, sort of families and games and that sort of thing. You yeah, know, sort yeah. of the meaning of Christmas, you know, getting new games. That's the whole point. Man, that's what it's for. I'm pretty sure that's what Jesus died for. I'd, I'd like, I like to think so. The Contra. <laughs> Contra and Double Dragon and yeah, yeah. Mario All-Stars. Um, but no, the first title I'm going to just, like, just throw out there is uh, The Last of Us. Yeah, that's on mine. It's um, oh. more so than GTA 5, because we've, we did a whole episode on GTA. Well, to be fair, we did one on Last of Us as well. Mm. But it, it's it's brilliant. It really is. And it is definitely one of the best games of the year. Um, without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. I'd say, I'd even go as far as to say, it's definitely one of my games, top games of the generation as well, certainly for the best that I've had for the PS3. I'll be honest, I'd probably say <coughs> it's up there with any generation for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, just for, well, I don't know, I mean, there's, there's things that have got a lot more sort of interest for me, you know, there's, there's a lot more to it, it's a lot more fleshed out, but I'm hoping that that's something that The Last of Us could be, you know, in the future it is going to be more fleshed out. Uh, but yeah, definitely for 2013, definitely one of the best games. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, I agree with that. I'd actually, I've said, I've said this time and time again. It's one of the titles that, if you haven't got a PS3, just buy it for The Last of Us. Um, you can actually buy now at the moment. Um, I don't know about America or anywhere else, but in Europe, there's a uh, PS3 and GTA 5 and The Last of Us bundle. So that's like the two biggest games of the year. Yeah, if, you, if you're going to get them for anything, just do it for that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Brilliant. Um, but I, I, even though I haven't finished it, um, I, I'm still yet to buy a copy of my own. I only, only played it um, at Friends. But Bioshock Infinite. Mm. Stunning game. God, that's That was on the, the Steam sale the other day for like... Book a catch! Should have got it. Should have. Should have got it. Brilliant. Um, even though I mean I've got a PS4 um, I say I've got a PS4 <laughs> there's a PS4 underneath the tree yeah you um, haven't got it yet can't you no it's I had a quick go but not on a game just set it up <laughs> yeah <laughs> set it up ready but um, even though I've got that I'm, I'm, as soon as I see Bioshock Infinite um, just just at a stupidly low price I'm just going to grab it and the only reason I'm going to wait is purely because I, I haven't actually got time to play <laughs> loads of games I've got like GTA 5 still on the go um, Bat- Batman Origins that's still on the go um, I'll, I'll have Killzone um, Mario uh, 3D World Legacy Undercover Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD I've got too many games to play at the moment I don't even want to go into the list of things that I've still got I still haven't completed Bioshock 2 yet I bought oh. it about five months ago so I still <laughs> I need I'll, to get I'll, I'll lend you Bioshock 2 cause it's no amazing. I've still got it oh. give me a packet no just finish it then it's amazing yeah I did well game. I've been meaning to complete that I've been meaning to complete uh, Hitman Absolution I've been oh, meaning to complete what? Uncharted 3 what uh, I know there's, there's a lot of them unfortunately oh. I just keep it's like I've got you know something shiny and then I go and spot something shinier so I'll run off and play no, that what, what, what Dan does is he gets a game like I don't know Last of Us and Bioshock and Hitman and stuff. 
And then he plays Star Trek. <laughs> pretty true. <laughs> That's what happens. Um, um, well, no, I mean, like, like with The Last of Us and with GTA especially, um, I sat down and I played them to completion immediately. Mm. And those are the sort of, for me, those are the games where I just think, that was pretty, like Tomb Raider. I mean, it only took me like two days, but it's, and people sort of say, well, why'd you bother? Because it's like, well, you know what? I, I want to sort of, like, because like I say, my memory's shit. Because so. I want to play Star Trek. <laughs> no, no, I, I just want to get it all, I want to, it's like you wouldn't watch like 20 minutes of a film and then go off and do something, go to work or whatever, and then come back and watch another 10 minutes, then go and do something else. I want to, what, I want to find out, it's that engrossing. I, I want to find the, out what yeah, happens next I then. I think the difference with games like, like Tomb Raider and Last of Us is that the story is quite important. So exactly. if you I, I don't play a bit here and there, yeah, and um, there's, what game is it? Um, Batman. Uh, Batman Arkham City. When every time you loaded it up, it gave you a quick previously what's happened, like in a quick slideshow yeah, while it's loading. Like, um, Max Payne 3 does that. Yeah, Max Payne did it as well. Um, and that stuff's handy. I mean, the after. I can't remember what Pokemon it was that started it. Uh, there was a certain Pokemon game. And basically, every time you loaded it up, it gave you like a quick brief overview of your diary. Yeah, that's that's fine. I mean, that's all you need, though, is just a quick... Like, I don't like watching TV programmes where it's, like, the first three and a half minutes are previously on whatever the fuck the American show is this time. <laughs> I've actually noticed with stuff like that, though, as the series goes on, uh, I know Arrow does it quite a lot, that it's, like, previously on, on Arrow, and then it'll show you what happened last episode, and then it goes to, like, series one. <laughs> no, it's always doing that. It's like, what the... Why?! It's like the opening. It's always the opening shot from episode one, where it's just like all beardy. He's <laughs> like firing the arrow into that like stack of explosives. Mm. Always does that. It's just like, well, I think everyone remembers that a little bit from directly at the start. Um, but yeah, I mean, those sort of things are, are fine to sort of keep track of um, of where you've been and you know what you've been up to. We digress though. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I better throw one of mine in there. Yeah, chuck, get one in. Uh, well, The Last of Us is definitely on there, um, but um, one that might be a bit out of the box, but I think you'll agree, um, Into the Dead on uh, the Samsung Galaxy, well, on the Android store, I suppose, for uh, mobile or cellular phones, depending on which side of the pond you're from. Into the Dead is brilliant. It's dead addictive, and it's it's what I call the poo game. And because that's what it is. No, 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 it's because when you're on the toilet and you're just like, oh, God, this is going to take a while... It's you get your phone out and you're just like, well, Facebook is fine. Everyone's whinging about whatever, um, and then you just like, let's play Angry Birds or something like that. Angry Birds you can only play for so long, but Into the Dead, you just run in first person through a massive field of zombies, never ending, with miniguns and grenades. And now you get a dog. Oh, it's brilliant. I love it. Dead triggers better. Dead trigger. What the uh, like the overhead? No, the first person shooter, zombie shooter. Which one's that? Dead trigger. <laughs> basically like like Call of Duty yeah. zombies but well that's what Into the Dead is no because Into the Dead like a like a free like a you, you're just constantly running and you just gotta evade this yeah. you can just there's 360 movement you can go forward you can go back and go oh, back oh wait yeah no I know the one you mean they, they've got um, Dead Trigger 2 now yeah Dead Trigger 2's out now yeah but that's like it's got an auto fire actually I prefer the second one the second one's much better it's like I've, a storyline and stuff so I, I I actually use a um a controller synced up to my phone to, and the first one amazing it's like just like a console game 
so good. Yeah, but I mean, there's very repetitive kind of um, uh, sort of environments. And yeah, stuff, it's basically but, just waves. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, or it's sort of like the same sort of objective thing. But Dead Trigger Two, I do like that. But Into the Dead, just for the fact that there's there's no bullshit with it. It's just go from A to B, but B you can never reach. And it's just crates and like sort of ridiculous mission objectives, like you know, kill three thousand zombies. I have two poo games that out poo your poo game. Well, Muffin Night. I knew you were gonna say that. And Ski Safari Adventure Time. Jesus Christ, I don't know where the fuck that came from. Ski Safari has been around for quite a while, but uh, this week <laughs> they updated a Ski Safari Adventure Time version oh exactly yeah. the same but you play as Finn <laughs> uh, but it's actually got like all the voices and stuff and it's, it's so cool and my son can play it he's five well, he months can't. old yeah I was going to say he doesn't know what the hell's going on he's just, just, you know, he, just hits, he just hits the screen yeah yeah <laughs> um, yeah so sorry I, I kind of took that away from him no 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 I, I still really like Into the Dead I think just for what it is for a free little game uh, well it was between Into the Dead and Plaguing because Plague Inc., it's, you've got to put a bit more time into it, um, but it's brilliant. Just killing off the world's population with viruses, it's brilliant. It's just like a really original game. It's like you don't have to spend hours of thinking about it, and you know, there's no strategy or tactics or anything like that. It's just you've got one thing to do kill everybody. <laughs> Fine. Dan's ideal game, really. <laughs> Honestly, if they made like a, an Xbox Live arcade version, well, I don't suppose they'll do that anymore, but. Uh, you know, like a, a green light game or something like that for for plaguing. I definitely get that. Definitely, yeah. Can you imagine like Sim Cities, but instead of like building cities and watching society grow and stuff, it's just the human race and you're just a virus killing everybody. <laughs> It'd be amazing. Sounds pretty fucking good, actually. I know, right? Um, I'm gonna go slightly opposite, <laughs> of course, with that one. <laughs> um, and it's already been mentioned, so I don't even know why I'm saying it, but Tomb Raider. Yeah, it's it's not brilliant, but it's not far off. Uh, I reckon. I think that the best way that they could have made Tomb Raider perfect is just get rid of the multiplayer and just put all that time and resource into the single player to make it longer, to put more tombs in, something yes. like that. That would that would be. In, oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love it, and I sat down and I played it all fucking night, and it was just. See, I, so good. I'm in two minds whether to get the uh, the definitive edition for PS4 because I, I really, really, really enjoyed the first like the, well the same game basically. Yeah, but I, well, you get like Hitman's guns and all that sort of stuff. You, well, you basically just get all the DLC. Yeah, yeah. So it's like Hitman's pistols, yeah. the silver ballers, and and I, I I really wanted them to do the opposite and give Hitman a bow and arrow. Yeah, it's a little bit tricky to work into. That's not the point. I expect it to happen. Well, 2013 is the year of the bow and arrow. So, exactly. I mean, there's Last of Us, Tomb Raider, Crisis. You know, the, the bow and arrow is kind of like, it's coming back. It's a cool weapon. And it is, it always has been. More so than the chainsaw, like for, you know, zombies and stuff. I'd much prefer to yeah, use but I don't. And... I don't think it'd have the same effect if in Resident Evil 2, once you've done the speed through the speed run and you managed to um, I can't remember what time it is and using certain amounts of ammo and only selected weapons and then when you enter the police precinct and the chainsaws there I don't think it'd be quite the same if you had a bow and arrow <laughs> yeah but with Resident Evil you're kind of fighting with the controls as much as you are with the zombies yeah it's so not, I don't it's think not aged it, well 
No. <laughs> I don't think the bow and arrow would do you any favours. I managed to do, back in the day, I, I, I managed to do most of the speedruns of Resi 2. Um, and I downloaded Resident Evil 2 off the uh, PlayStation Mobile Store on my uh, Sony tablet. Hooked up a play, uh, PS3 controller, because with it being a Sony tablet, you can just Bluetooth and stuff. Yeah. Could not play it for shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I was like, I was at a mate's house um, a while ago, and uh, they had a you know an old PlayStation there, and we're playing uh, Crash Bandicoot three, I think it was. Mm. Um, the Wrath of Cortex. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, and it was just like honestly, it, I just felt like the biggest idiot. Like every pitfall, straight down it. Like you can't. I mean, it's you just can't do anything with it at all. I genuinely don't know how the fuck I even completed it at the time. At, at the time, you kind of just mastered the controller, but yeah. now we're so used to. Well, that's it. I mean, if you play like Tomb Raider three for the PlayStation One, oh, that I mean, I hate controls back in the day. <laughs> it's like I, I wouldn't be able to. I'd give up. Like if I played it now, like you've got to like just make ninety degree turns before you step forward and stuff. Oh, it'd be it would drive me at the fucking wall. I think but they should, a team should reboot be, definitely. I think, yeah, I think that should be a DLC. <laughs> what like um, like they did in Metal Gear Four, where you could have like uh, PlayStation One Snake face. Yeah, but like the Optocam, I think. But instead of it just being a skin, that's how she control. <laughs> The whole environment changes so you can... That's possibly the worst DLC idea I've ever heard. Like, do, you like, do you like this game? Do you want to never play it again? Download this DLC. <laughs> It'd be brilliant. Of course it would. You can imagine, gave it away. You can imagine, because cause the Definitive Edition comes with all the DLC, and just load it up, and you've never played it before, and you got you got PS4 and Xbox One, and you load it up, and that DLC's on. You're like, how the fucking hell is this critically acclaimed? <laughs> it's worse than... Fucking original. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. But um, yeah, that 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 was just one of them I wanted to throw in there. Yeah. Um. um yeah. Next one of mine is uh, Oculus Rift. Now, this isn't something that's just exclusive to 2013, but it is one of the accessories, or well, to be coming accessories, should I say? Mm. Where it's just one of those things where you just look at it and you think that's stupid, and then when you actually see what it's capable of, you go. That's the future. That is, it is that has got to be the future. Like, can you imagine, like, perfect crystal 1080 directly in front of you, but wherever your head looks, that's you looking about in the game. Yeah. That is, that's towards holodeck standards of kind of virtual reality, augmented. Well, no, it's not augmented reality, is it? It is literally virtual reality. Yeah, because so you've got your standard controller. Yeah, because you don't, you don't you never look at the controller anyway, so you're not taking anything <laughs> away. So I, I genuinely think that this is the, the the right sort of step. I mean, connects and stuff, you know, they're fine, but they're still a bit gimmicky. And you know, the Wii controllers they do work really, really well. Um, but this is the first sort of step where it's just like now, well, apart from things like the Virtua Boy and you know, kind of Nintendo's attempts like through the 80s and 90s. But, <laughs> This what? is the first time it's like future technology, which is like this is how gaming will be. I know, you, I know you're going to disagree, so I might just may as well just probably not say it, but I'm gonna. Um, I actually put the Oculus Rift in the same category, not not technicalities and stuff, but uh, I put it in the same category as the Wii U gamepad, in a sense that certain games use the gamepad really well, like uh, Zombie U. Um, yeah control it at all on screen and stuff and then when you want to go into your inventory 
the guy whips his backpack off, and then the backpack's on the screen, on on the gamepad, yeah. and he can like rifle through things and then um, equip them and stuff. But while all that's happening, it's the guy's just rummaging through his bag on the screen, um, and zombies can still get you if you're not quick enough. Yeah. Um, and then when you when you click a door and it needs an access code, the the like the keypad comes up on the gamepad, so you type in the code and stuff, and then carry on. Yeah. Um, and I think those those kinds of things are really really cool. Um, they are, but I mean, it is just making use of the screen. That's that's pretty much all they're doing. It's not really adding anything that you wouldn't already be able to do. Oh no, obviously. Um, but with the Oculus Rift, you would be able to see your surroundings without having to be facing them. Like yeah, your body. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying it's the, the they're exactly the same thing, but in terms of where where gaming is progressing, in the sense that PS4 and Xbox One, both really really cool, but they don't do anything particularly different. Um, Connect, it's exactly the same as the old Connect, just just slightly better. Yeah. Um, obviously, PS4 has got Vita Remote Play, so you can play PS4 games on your Vita. That's brilliant, but you know it's nothing. Over the exceptionally amazing, whereas the the way you did attempt to do something different didn't take off uh, as well as obviously, <clears throat> excuse me, didn't take off as well as Nintendo hoped it would, um, but it it was something different nonetheless, and it, even something like Batman, uh, Arkham City, exactly the same game as what came out on PS3 and 360, but when you used detective mode, you had to move the gamepad around to look. Just like Batman would have to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I, I applaud things like that. And Oculus Rift, again, is, is something totally different. And virtual reality has been done before, but, you know, this is vastly better. Mm. I mean, this is when you've got millions and millions going into research rather than just a couple of guys in a lap. Yeah. But, I mean, you know... Well, it, started it, does... off, it started off on Kickstarter. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's it's just a really good idea that some that people have picked up and gone, I'd definitely buy that, it's brilliant. Because, I mean, if you think about it, if it really took off and they sort of, you know, worked into, you know, Xbox and PlayStation and whoever else wants a part of it, then, you know, if all games came Oculus Rift compatible, that means that you wouldn't necessarily need to spend a thousand pounds on the best TV to play your brand new games. You could just have an Oculus Rift, and it would still be in perfect quality, but it would be a lot more engrossing. Well, yeah, because you wouldn't have any any interruptions or any anything taking your mind away, like your eyes away from the TV. Yeah, I mean that is full immersion. The only thing that could get better than that is doing it in a gaming chair, so it like run but like vibrates and yeah. t- tilts and stuff. That's well, that's when you got like five grand to spare <laughs> when you know when you've got your back cave sorted yeah out. but you know if, if you're not spending thousands of pounds on tvs well no that's a very good point but that's assuming that you never want to watch tv again which well, no, quite frankly i never would it work it does work with movies and stuff as well yeah but it'd still it'd be a fixed film though wouldn't it you wouldn't be able to look away from the main character and look in the corner of the room how do you watch your films <laughs> do you just, just glance at the tv now and <laughs> No, no, I mean, you're always looking at what the camera's looking at. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. obviously you don't move around as... Yeah, that's that's what I mean, yeah. No, obviously that wasn't... <laughs> um, but, like, you can just still watch films and stuff on it. I think I think a really good um, application for the Oculus, if it becomes really, really sort of, like, um, 
publicly renowned, just like heralded as the best thing ever for gaming, would be a Google Maps. Oh, I, I was just thinking that. Like, just imagine street, street View. Yeah, just like in Paris, just wandering about. It'd be oh. freaky, because everyone would be, like, frozen still and everything, but... Can you imagine that? Or like virtual tours around buildings and like, so you would never have to go to America to have a look around the White House and all that sort of stuff. Well, it's like, think Google Street View goes into the White House. <laughs> well, they, you know, they get someone with a big camera or something or a drone. <laughs> Amazon. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Dan has an apology for me. I'm still not convinced, but there's certainly videos of flying things and people talking, but I've seen stuff that have been jokes and things. I think it's a publicity stunt more than anything, but I will admit that Amazon have announced that they are attempting some r- ridiculous aerial drone delivery service, Thank which is much. possibly one of the daftest things I've ever heard of. I'd definitely pay for it just to watch this little thing drop something off and then fly away. I think it'd be brilliant, but I'd still give it a kick. <laughs> Why like, wouldn't you? Because I they cost hundreds of thousands of pounds, and they're dropping off some guitar strings that cost six quid. I'll give it a boot and just say, "Well, fuck you and your millions of pounds for oh, aerial drones." I'll have it. I'm waiting to order a, a American refrigerator. So, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, anyway, well, yeah. back back to 2013. Yeah. Um, well, that was mine. Oculus Rift, pretty good. Yeah, I can't can't dispute it. Oh, I I'm not even going to say GTA Five. It's I was going to, but it's, it's a been done to death. Yeah, absolutely, it is. I mean, the, the one game of the year, so it sort of it sealed itself as just being amazing. Um, we have mentioned it already, but Max Payne Three. Yeah, absolutely. Possibly paved the way for the shooting mechanics of GTA Five. Um, it's nearly perfect. I love it. Definitely the best of the series. It's a good game. See, I I prefer the first Max Payne in terms of, well, this is pretty different and it's really cool and it's dark and it's gritty. Um, and my PC can run it at the, at the time. This I'm one, pretty sure your phone can... I've got it on my phone. Yeah, I've got and it on you've my got phone. you've got it on your phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then what, back in the day, right, when, yeah. when the first one came out, my I, I had it on PC because I, I actually had a decent PC. Yeah, I um, had it as, um, as well. I had it in Spanish, though. So it kind of killed the uh, oh, story. That's not so good then. <laughs> um, what's what's really sad and depressing is that now in 2013, my I've got I've got Max Payne on on my on my phone. I think I've still got it upstairs for PS2. I think mm. possibly, um, but my PC probably wouldn't. Really. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. If you can't handle Minecraft, it certainly wouldn't be able to handle Max Payne. It's taken a battery in this last year. Well, there's a couple that I've got um, left over, so I'll just go through them quickly because we spent a bit of time on this. Mm. Um, <clears throat> uh, the last of the games that I've got, Deadpool. Now, See, I, st- I still haven't played I'm a stupid, massive Deadpool fan, and I still haven't played it. The thing is, there are a lot of flaws for the game in the fact that... But it's in, Deadpool. No, well, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing, exactly. Like, there's... there's, there's pretty poor level design in some places like interiors and things like that it's really hard to run around and the enemies are just the same throughout the game and it's not particularly challenging you know it's just sort of go from here to here kill everyone but the comedy the action the like the, the whole upgrade system and all that sort of stuff it's really varied it's interesting it's engaging and it's fucking funny as hell and that like with all the the clone enemies or whatever the hell you want to chalk them up as in the world will never 
outweigh like how funny and just clever it is. Like just bitch slapping Wolverine. Oh my god, <laughs> it's brilliant. It's genuinely a funny. And it, like I, I knew it was going to be good when I, you know, when I saw the trailers and stuff last North. year. Well, that's the thing. Like I, I saw the trailers for it and I, I found out who was going to be voicing him. And I thought, oh, this would be really good. So I got it when it came out, and I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. I, je- I was underplaying it, and then when I actually completed it within a couple of days, I was just like, I want to play it again. And I really, like the Tomb Raider, I didn't immediately go and play it again. I still haven't. But with Deadpool, I played it about six times. <laughs> I mean, that, well, that, that goes to say, though, it's not particularly hard, apart from, like, the last level, where it gets fucking mental. But it's just, it's got so much replay value for something that hasn't really got the right to be. Do you know what I mean? There's like, there's not like alternate endings. It's not no... awesome, me, isn't? Yes, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just the way it's it's voice acted and the scripting on it. It's oh, it's excellent. Definitely um, gets a mention for this year. Um, last but one, uh, Steam, as in the whole of Steam, as in Valve. Steam. Oh, I thought you meant the substance. <laughs> no, I'm I'm fond of that, especially when it follows uh, a cup of tea. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Steam are just. Uh, but to be fair, it's not just this year. Same as the the Rift. But it, it's it, they've been brilliant. You know, they haven't sold out in any kind of way. You know, they're doing everything possible to make sure that new startup games get their line box. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they're getting their own console now for Christ's sake. Um. But even with that in mind, you know, the sales that they have are just fucking mental. And like with the the Just Cause Two multiplayer that came out of, like last week. Video's um, up now. Yep, it is. It's pretty good. Um, they like instead of just going, oh right, people are going to go mad for this. Well, you know, start slapping just cause all over the the featured page or whatever. You know, get people into it. They put eighty percent off the just cause series. Mm. So I downloaded. I mean, I've already got just cause two for the Xbox, and I refuse outright to, you know, buy games for different consoles and stuff. But for this, I thought it's just cause, just cause two, and all the just cause two DLC with the new multiplayer po- uh, mod. Less than a fiver. Yeah. I was like, do you know what? Yes, absolutely, I'll definitely buy that. But you haven't um, got you haven't got paid just cause two. You've bit you basically what you've covered is you've bought the first one, all the DLC for the second one, and the the multiplayer mod. And yeah. you, you just need number two just to launch the mod. Yeah. So if you've already got just cause two for the PC, you get it for free. So yeah. it it. it Never ceases to surprise me, Steam, and it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Love it as a uh, as a community, you know, and as a retailer, basically, that's what they are now. I did up until we tried to play Cry of Fear together. I blame Cry of Fear for that, um, and only because the server was just awfully just wouldn't let us yeah. connect. But uh, Dan will be playing Cry of Fear. No, I deleted it ages ago. No, you need to download it again because it's going to scare you. Well, that's exactly why I don't want to download it. Oh! Anyway. Yeah. Yes, moving on. Very last one is um, something that I don't think I've ever mentioned on any of the podcasts before, but it is something oh, I've it's been... it's going to be Star Trek. No, it's not. <laughs> it's something I've kept my eye on for the last year or so. Well, maybe a bit longer than that. I'm not sure how long it's been in development. But when I was looking into it originally, it, was, it wasn't actually available for sale. But it's called the Peregrine Glove. Now, this is something that I'm super excited about. Um, but it was something that when I started telling people, I found out that not a lot of people actually knew what it was. But basically, I thought it was something for like a um, yeah, for like a falconry or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you can get them to land. But it's cooler than that, if you can believe it. 
Um, I don't believe it is. It's, uh, it's, it's like... Think of, like, remember the Power Glove for the Nintendo? The awful, god-awful piece that's of shit. Not some, that's not something you ever want to start. <laughs> no, no, it's just... It's it's like that kind of accessory, you know, to say you can make gaming easier by just using, like, an attachment on your, on your arm instead of a, a controller or a keyboard or whatever. So what this is, it looks fucking awesome for a start. I mean, I would wear this thing around town, right, if it, if it wasn't so fucking expensive. Um, but if you, like, the only way I can really describe it is if you could think of Hawkeye's glove from Again, Dan, you're not really... <laughs> no, 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 but his costume's cool, regardless of his dickhead. But he's got, like, these kind of really cool blue lines yeah, he has, he has, he has. go up, uh, like, up his fingers and stuff like that. And it looks just like that. Um, but it's it's got sensors like all over the, the fingertips and like the, the knuckles on the inside of your fingers and then your palm and then on your thumb end and like the, the inside of your thumb knuckle and like different combinations of touches on there will perform different actions that you can program so like the the main real use for it is for things like World of Warcraft and League of Legends and stuff like that so you'd set all your hotkeys so like Control 1, F1, Alt 2, whatever and like fire, say, like for obviously Star Trek Online, would be like I could use the tip of my index finger to the tip of my thumb, and that would just fire forwards. But if I did that, the same thing, but to the knuckle of my thumb with my index finger, that would be a completely different action, and you can like fully customize it to whatever you want. That's really cool. It it honestly is. I mean, it's retailing in the UK, uh, but it's shipped from America at £115. That's for the pod, which is what clicks into the back of the glove, because the, the glove is actually machine washable as well, so you get all fat and sweaty. Um, you can still Fat and sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bash it in the washing machine, and it's clean as well. And you can get replacement parts for all these as well. So it's £115. It was what, 100... You had two. Well, it won't work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, unless you could have, like, a trackpad or something to use for your finger, and then that would completely remove, like, holding it. Yeah, so if you had, like, say you had two. If you're doing it on a laptop, that would be awesome. Um, and you had, like, your left hand, like, like you say, like, attack and whatever. And then your right hand, and you just, uh, uh, somehow, you could um, map... Your, your your finger to the trackpad or the mouse. So then, when you just moved your finger on the table, it just did it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be quite interesting. I don't think that it'd do that. <laughs> Probably not. I don't. I don't know how you'd be able to map a mouse because you'd have to map every movement. Well, I think the mapping of a mouse is covered pretty well with a mouse. <laughs> don't think there's much else that's really going to come unless you had one of those ball things, like a. So if you could have like a ball in the palm of your hand. Yeah, you know, just roll like up your thumb. Yeah, yeah, something like that. That'd be quite cool. But they don't make that, so... It sounds pretty nifty, though, I must say. It is. I mean, it's it's nifty. not incredibly expensive, but it is still fairly expensive. It's, it's for those people who really, really... You know, people who pay for MMOs, you know, those are the people that are dedicated to them. But, you know, things like... It would just give you so much more of an edge over everyone else. Like, imagine if we were playing, playing DC Online, and you've got to press 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 you know, for attacks and things, and then, like, 9 and 0 or whatever, for, like, health and stuff like that. Or, as fast as I could touch the index, uh, sorry, the tip of all my fingers with the end of my thumb, that's all my attacks done. Yeah. So it's infinitely faster than, you know, so, I mean, it would give you the advantage, but obviously the only people that would pay for that kind of money are either people who get too much money and time, or people who do, you know, pay for MMOs and pay for subscriptions. Yeah, if you, if you look at it on that scale, it's... 
it's not that expensive if you if you play the kind of games that are gonna use advantage for it. If you're like me, then you you play Minecraft. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna work as well. No, I mean it is it is a very specific kind of niche thing, but it is fucking cool. Yeah, it's still cool as fuck. But you know, I mean, I spent like you know like forty quid on my. It's not even a gaming keyboard. But it's it's forty quid for a cool keyboard. So I spent sixty quid on my mouse, which is also covered in like hotkeys and stuff like that. So you know, I'm clearly as well as other things. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so you know, clearly that would be the sort of thing that I would be really, really interested in because it would just make playing just infinitely more easy, and especially with Star Trek Online as well, because there are just so many different fucking hotkeys and stuff. It's a joke. So to have it all mapped to my hand, I, I imagine it would take a couple of hours to get used to. But as soon as you did, you'd never go back. I I think it is definitely. If I could afford it today, I'd definitely get one. But I think I would. I'd I'd just wear it. It does look cool. It really does look cool. Um, But anyway, um, we'll we'll move on to our Christmas memories. So I'll start. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I thought that's where you were going. I thought you were going to jump in. Oh, right. No, Um, sorry. I'll start off with with one of my most prominent ones. Okay. Um, let's cast back to the year of the Dreamcast. Christ. Um, my my uh, I I used to live with my granddad, and uh, basically he bought me a Dreamcast um, when it came out. Um, but my granddad always used to buy Christmas presents like months and months before Christmas, um, and he, he just used to put them in his wardrobe. So obviously, with it being Christmas, I used to find my presents <laughs> um, and on this particular year obviously I found a Dreamcast and was just like oh my fuck um, dead excited so obviously being the nice child I was um, I used to unbox it and take it to my friend's house every night <laughs> um, up until near enough Christmas um, and play it and stuff and sneak back, sneak it back into the wardrobe um, and I remember going in um, it was like the day before Christmas Eve or something and it was wrapped up and I was genuinely gutted um, and then Christmas Day come and I opened it up and I was just oh, oh I can't believe it I've got a, I've got a Dreamcast with all these game saves on it yeah oh have you got any other games <laughs> for what <laughs> I've already completed all these uh, I mean I've seen someone complete all these already <laughs> they've ruined it for me <laughs> but um, yeah that's one, that's one of my most prominent ones um, mainly because at the time obviously the Dreamcast the graphics were amazing um, yeah. it was like a whole year before the PS2 came out um, and it was oh, I even though the controller was a bag of shit I, I hated that screen thing that was in the middle of it the VMU yeah uh, yeah, yeah, but it was a good idea. It just didn't work. It was fine, but it's basically what the we've done, uh, the we used done, sorry, and just gone. Yeah, now it works. Now it's actually quite clever. Yeah, it's it's a lot better on the Wii U. I will admit. Yeah, well, I've, I've got one that's on a similar sort of. Well, I wasn't, you know, snooping through people's possessions or you know, <laughs> anything quite as. It was legally as mine. Of course, it was. Um. But I, the, the the one that sort of springs immediately to mind. Uh, I mean, the, the, I can't really remember Christmas is as like an individual event. Uh, apart from this one, obviously, they, they sort of all blur together of just amazing food. That's that's kind of what I usually get from it. Um, but the one that sort of does come to mind is um, 
Oh god, I was, I was, I can't even say as to how old it was. I couldn't even have a guess as to um, what year it was. But it was forty-seven now. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was definitely early, well, not early, I'd say sort of mid to late 90s, I'd say. It must be late, late 90s. Um, but it wasn't long after the, the PlayStation, the original PlayStation, had come out. And I remember, because my dad um, sort of worked uh, quite a distance away from home. He worked in um, uh, the air ambulance like control centre thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and it was a bit of a mission to get there. So... Whenever I was going with him, if he was working on the weekends, um, there was a staff room there. They had a big pool table that they'd, like, rigged <laughs> to play for free. You know, it's like one of those ones you could put, like, 50p in or whatever. Yeah. But they, like, ripped it open, so he didn't have to do that. <laughs> so, we, you know, he'd be off doing whatever work he was doing, and I'd be playing pool and stuff. I must have only been about 11 or 12 by this point, I reckon. Um, but the one thing they did have is in the staff room, um, they'd had... A PlayStation cell connected to the TV, and on that PlayStation, that was the first time I ever played one, as far as I can remember. And it was V Rally. Like, v Rally. Yeah, I know, right? Boxes, just physical boxes driving about. They control like boxes as well. But <laughs> there was, I remember, like there was um, a cheat or something. Like one of the cheat unlocks was a tank to turn them into a car. Oh, <laughs> no, no. It was, it, it physically, you just drive around a tank and shooting all the other players. It was, oh, it was brilliant. I don't, I don't um, think I've had that cheat. I'm pretty sure it's oh, been... I might see if V Rally's on the PlayStation Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those sort of like originals where you've got to, yeah, fuck it, get you got to get V Rally definitely. Um, but I used to I was fascinated with this, and I mean I'd always sort of played games like Game Boy and Mega Drive and Amiga and N64 that sort of stuff. But this is the first one we just watch it and you think, oh my god, this is this is like watching TV kind of doesn't look like that now but <laughs> at the time it was basically the same thing what TV show were you watching that looked like V-Rally <laughs> we drew our own TV shows <laughs> just flip books <laughs> yeah um, so I was always playing this you know sort of switching between that and Paul and um, I remember the, the Christmas it must have been that Christmas of that year um, I was uh, opening presents and stuff like that and one of my opened was a Playstation and considering I hadn't asked for one, or I wasn't expecting one, or anything like that, I nearly shit myself when I opened this thing. It was I, that gutted. I it flipped out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I couldn't believe it. Absolutely. I, I mean, I ran straight to the phone and like, well, I said thanks. Like as soon as I like, got over sort of the initial shock of it, I ran straight out like into the hall and called my um, my best mate and. Um, I was just like, guess what does just got me? He's like, what? And I was like, PlayStation. He's like, no way! So it was like, literally, like, this must have been out in the year or something, because it was still must have been dead expensive. So that's why I wouldn't have been expecting one. So I absolutely lost my shit when I got that. <laughs> but, yeah, that was brilliant, that. But then it's, it's like, I, I love the, the original PlayStation, because... Um, you I just still get got it. mine. I still got my original. Well, you, as soon as you get it chipped, it's just like it's infinitely more easy to, to just get every game Not ever. That we condone the chipping of any... It was out 15 years ago. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Fuck it. I had it chipped. It was bloody brilliant. I, I, I had to. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had a, a chipped PS1. Uh, like, well, not PS1, because PS1 was the smaller one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, the original PlayStation 1. Um, I, I had a chip one, and I had a, just a normal one. Yeah. 
don't know why. <laughs> I just did. Because there wasn't like any interaction, so there's no real way of them sort of controlling as to you know what you're up to on it. And yeah. um, I remember that time I was playing V Rally and Sony's um, DRM kicked in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Imagine that back then. Oh, games would never have picked up. No, no. But I remember like someone that my mum was working with, like her boyfriend, whatever it was. Um, like he gave me like a printed. Uh, list of games is about five pages, <laughs> and you'd just go through and just say, "I like the look of that one." It'd be like, right, Fiverr or whatever it was, and it'd be like the whole everything burnt onto the one di- or like, on however many discs, and it, they always worked. And it was, oh, I couldn't believe it. This, but, yes, yeah, this, this is the reason for the Microsoft DR. <laughs> Probably, yeah. But, but I actually remember. Um, I mean, I, I'll put my hands up. I, I, I did the same at school and stuff. Um, and I remember getting Digimon World, and I kicked off because it was because it was an import. Um, it was in black and white. Yeah, uh, because it was I can't remember how it worked. I think it was it was NT, NTCS, but it needed to be PAL to play over here, and it worked. It just wasn't color, and I kicked off. It was like I've, pay, I've paid good money for this <laughs> horrible illegal game. Well, I didn't. I paid like two pound with a plastic flip. Like a plastic case with a yeah. fucking cover printed out. Well, that was the worst thing though, like because I got um, Metal Gear, the original Metal Gear. Well, not the original, but obviously Metal Gear Solid for the yeah. PlayStation. I got that um, as like one of these chipped ones. Oh, and like the whole thing with Meryl, couldn't figure that out. Couldn't oh. figure that out. You know where you look at the back of the box? It's I was got one say, of you need five, code. one two. I want to say it's the uh, codec frequency. 150.12 I think I want to say that. I don't know. I think it's nine. One zero. I think it's point nine. I don't know. I can't remember. I'm going to Google it because I'm pretty sure, thinking off the top of my head, I think it's 105.10. Um, let me just Google this. Uh, Merrill's codec. Uh, here it is. IGN. What's Merrill's codec? 140.15. Bollocks. That's I was close. Wrong. Yep. Uh, I <laughs> but remember- yeah couldn't get that like and obviously there wasn't really any internet well certainly not as, as readily available not, as it was not now. like we have no. no no so i mean i'm pretty sure i got it from like a playstation magazine i want to say i am um, I, I, I had i had the fault that like the actual retail game hmm. um and my my friend uh, had, had a chip copy of it and i remember him getting the bus from his house into town which took him about half an hour 40 minutes yeah. Um, went to Woolworths, rest in peace, <laughs> and uh, just looked at the back of the box and wrote, oh, shit, yeah. wrote it on his hand, <laughs> and then came home. And as he got off the bus, I was coming back from like just like the news agents or something, and uh, and he said where he'd been, and I was just like, oh, I didn't just come to my house. I got the box and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I didn't think of that, <laughs> <laughs> dickhead. But um, but no, I I I I I had the retail copy of Metal Gear. I still have it actually. I still have my uh, the only the only Metal Gear Solid game I don't have anymore is Peace Walker for the PSP. Well, you can still, no, uh, get it off the Xbox and um, or PlayStation Store. No, I meant like physical copy. Oh right, right, yeah. I, I still have one, two. Um, I have Twin Snakes somewhere, which was a remake of number one for the GameCube. Um, uh, Star of Metal Gear 3, I have Metal Gear 4, um, and I will have Metal Gear 5 when it comes out. Oh, yes. Love Metal Gear. 
Oh, but I don't like Rising. Rising. No, but that doesn't count. It's not part of the series. But you know, it's, I think it's really nice that sort of gaming can bring people together. Like even just at Christmas, even just families, because you know, Granny can get up and play buzz. You know, it's not hard. All you do is press a buzzer to answer a question, and then red or blue or green or yellow, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's no different from sort of like playing it with a TV remote or something. It's no, not tele- te- bamboozled, teletext. Bamboozled, my god, bamboozled. That was brilliant. That was I, the buzz of the day. That was basically was. <laughs> to be fair, fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's that's really about it um, for our end of the year Jesus Day special. Yep. What's what's coming up on the on the channel, Dan? Uh, well, I'm I have Daisy. From the day it was fucking released, the, the, ra- the rapper. What? The rapper? No, date. Oh, very funny. <laughs> Jay Z. I see what you did there again. Ninety-nine yeah. problems, but a graphics card ain't one. Oh it, god, it, don't it, ever it. do that. <laughs> don't ever do that again. Oh my days. Don't rap. <laughs> oh my days. <laughs> oh fucking hell. <laughs> right. Okay. Anyway, um, the early access alpha for Daisy. The standalone game, not the mod that goes on to Armour 2, is now available on Steam. And I got it, I, I, I'm not sure if I mentioned it on previous podcasts, but it's something I've been super excited for for well over well, 18 months or so. Um, but it's incredibly buggy and glitchy, and sometimes the servers don't even connect. And it's just That's a pain in the arse. Yeah, so it's just like, oh, you could have come up with a pun or something for that, can you? Uh, like, oh, that's what they all... Beyonce awesome <laughs> <laughs> put some effort in oh my it. days <laughs> oh well I, that's what it should just be for out when when the video goes up we need to edit it so every time something goes wrong it's just oh my day <laughs> it's like an old like um, American sitcom <laughs> yeah <laughs> who else but Jay Z <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah we, we have the Daisy one coming up soon. Other than that, though, I don't just, have anything else on the horizon. Just caused two multiplayer mod uh, went up yesterday. Yeah, that was uh, it's a lot of fun. If, uh, if you've already got Just Cause, get it. It's free, and for free, it's mental. Like hundreds and hundreds of people on the Just Cause map pissing about. It's brilliant. The only thing I will say against it is there's not really anything to do fighting about, really. Basically just a fucking massive death match. It is, yeah. We'll so thank goodbye. you all for joining us. Callum, say goodbye. Thanks, bye. Bye, everyone. Just... Bye. Brilliant. <laughs> Podcast. <laughs>